This is the Stealth Body Podcast, episode number 13. Please remember the content presented here is for your background information only. As always, consult your healthcare provider prior to initiating or modifying your nutrition or exercise program. Thanks. Welcome to the Stealth Body Podcast, the underground fitness and nutrition podcast that'll help you build a fit, strong, powerful body, maximize your health, and improve your energy and performance. This is where you'll learn how to get the body you want and live the healthy lifestyle you absolutely deserve. Go to StealthBody.com for more great information, including valuable articles, instructional videos, and many more great free resources to get you fit, lean, healthy, and strong. Now, here's your host, a man totally committed to helping you live fit and strong, Scott Ardella. Hey, this is Scott, and thanks for joining me for the Stealth Body Podcast. Uh, this episode is going to feature the highlights from the uh, latest annual meeting at the International Society of Sports Nutrition. And, um, you know, what I'm going to do, I thought about doing a lot of different things here, and uh, I was going to write a bunch of articles about it, and you know, it, it's just so much information that was covered that what I did is I just picked a couple of highlights um, from the annual meeting and the annual meeting, the international society of sports nutrition, if you don't know, is really the thought leaders in the area of sports nutrition. So it's really cutting edge information and updates. Um, a lot of research, you know, uh, scientific, heavy scientific information, practical information. Um, you know, I apologize that I couldn't get to every, um, section that I sat in on. It's just, you know, way too much information that was covered in, in two days. So I'm going to cover, uh, what is like four different areas here. So, and let me tell you what those areas are. <clears throat> the first area is actually combining endurance exercise and strength training without compromising your strength, uh, training. So, you know, because this is something that, uh, you know, usually when you're doing endurance exercise, you, your strength training suffers, you know, have decreased muscle mass overtraining, decreased strength. And this is something that was covered by Dr. Jacob Wilson. So I'm going to talk about that. Um, I'm going to talk about, uh, a talk that was done by Jim Stepani. He talked about maximizing muscular hypertrophy. I'm going to give you a couple of uh, key points that he talked about, uh, a really good supplement round table, where it was a, uh, it was four panelists, you know, PhD researchers, uh, exercise physiologists, top level people. Um, they talked about the best supplements for fat loss, muscle build, building and performance. I'll tell you about that. And then the final area is the latest updates in nutrient timing and nutrient timing is something that I have a lot of passion for and a lot of excitement about. It's something I personally use in my own training and, um, you know, I really haven't talked a lot about that, but I'm going to start uh, talking and writing about the benefits of nutrient timing and, um, you know, because there, there's so much there. So I'm going to give you the uh, the latest updates with that in this episode. So let's start off by, you know, before actually I talk about the, the topics I just mentioned, um, I did write an article uh, when, right after the meeting and that was called, Do You Know What to Eat Before Bed? And I'll attach the link in the uh, show notes for this episode and I'm going to attach a lot of different links in this show um, notes as well. So you have all of this information there for you. 
But um, that was really something that was very interesting to me because, you know, it's kind of like, well, you know, what do you eat before bed and do you eat before bed? So a lot of the uh, latest research was presented there. Again, I wrote everything up in an article and uh, you can find that on stealthbody.com. So I'm not going to talk about that, but I did want to mention it here. Um, so you can check out that article. All right, let's talk about the first topic. And that is, again, combining endurance exercise and strength training without compromise. That was done by Dr. Jacob Wilson. Um, and he had a really interesting talk, I thought, because the big thing is that certain types of exercise, uh, endurance exercise, kind of interfere with the strength training, right? So, you know, you just think about that. You know, you can't, um, you know, get the most out of your strength training if you're doing a lot of endurance training as well. So an example that would have a less negative effect would be uh, cycling, you know, because if you compare like cycling versus running, cycling isn't uh, as stressful, as impactful as running is. So you're not going to have a significant um, effect on your muscle building or your strength training by incorporating cycling. So that was one way to lessen the effect. Another way is to utilize HIT training, high intensity interval training. Um, and if you think about that, that makes a lot of sense too. doing intervals. Um, you know, it's not going to have as much stress as long duration cardio, for example. Um, <clears throat> and the best gains that, uh, he mentioned with, uh, strength exercise would be by separating the modes. So for example, you would uh, do endurance training maybe in the morning and then strength training in the afternoon, or you would do endurance training one day and strength training the next day. So clearly separating the two types of training and not combining them into one session. Again, thinking about that, you're just simply not going to have the energy if you do strength or endurance. Something has to suffer. Something have to, has to give, Right. Um, so you, it's very, very difficult to combine endurance training and, and strength training together. My take on this is something, um, of course, that I'm really passionate about, and that is kettlebell training. Kettlebell training really offers the solution to this. And I actually met Dr. Jacob Wilson, and I told him this, that the solution to minimizing the strength training effects is doing something like kettlebells because a kettlebell swing, a kettlebell snatch, you know, those fast, explosive, ballistic exercises like those two, for example, you, it's really a two for one. You get the cardiovascular benefit and you also get the strength training. It's total body strengthening and conditioning. So kettlebells is very, very unique, very dynamic, and it really solves this problem, <clears throat> excuse me, of having the, this interference effect. So I thought that was, I was really, that's why I wanted to mention this, this particular talk because it was so interesting to me and that kettlebell training is a solution to strength, tra combining strength training and endurance training with no compromise. So very, very important point here. And, um, since this was a topic in this, uh, meeting, I thought, you know, that I really wanted to share that. So that's the first big uh, takeaway. The second thing is a talk that I sat in on by Dr. Jim Stepani. Uh, Jim, if you don't know him, he's the, um, I think he's a chief science officer or editor of Muscle and Fitness. He's got a very big position with Muscle and Fitness. He's a uh, PhD exercise physiologist. He's done a postdoctoral training in uh, cellular and molecular physiology, super smart guy, and he's also a uh, pretty pumped up guy. Uh, as a matter of fact, you can see him 
on this month's cover of Muscle and Performance Magazine. And uh, I have nothing to do with this. I'm not plugging this in any way, but you can get that magazine at uh, the Vitamin Shop. If you have a Vitamin Shop near you, every month they put out this Muscle and Performance Magazine. It's very, very good, actually. There's some really good articles in there. And uh, Jim Stepani on the cover, and it's uh, the title is like, uh, I think, Mad Science, Dr. Jim Stepani, and included in that are a couple of his programs, and that's he's kind of famous for a lot of uh, his programs. I, I really didn't realize that, but he's put together some really good programs, and uh, kind of that is leading me to the point of, he talked about the importance of periodization, uh, the periodization phases of training. And uh, just if you're not familiar with what periodization is, it's uh, basically different cycles of your training. The best way, the easiest way can I, I can illustrate that to you is that when I was a bodybuilder, for example, we used to have this, this uh, off-season kind of bulking phase. And then as we got closer to the competition, about 12 weeks out, we would start with that uh, cutting phase, kind of the pre-contest preparation you know, uh, 12 weeks out and then six weeks out, it would, uh, change again. And then the final two weeks and the final final week, you know, it's all these, that's, that's different, uh, periods, um, of training. And he took it a step further with his concept of microcycles and literally where things were changing, the schemes and protocols were changing week to week. And he has a couple of specific programs out there around this. And those, those programs, one of them is called Shortcut to Size. I believe that's a six-week, I'm sorry, that's a 12-week uh, muscle-building program. And I'll have a link to this in the show notes. So you can download that whole uh, PDF file. It's really uh, cool. I, I will tell you that this is not the, the type of training that I do these days. Again, my, my focus these days is kettlebells and barbells and, and bodyweight-type training. Um, I don't do the uh, bodybuilding isolated stuff that's referenced in the article, but why I'm mentioning this, the concepts you can take and apply. So that's what I like about it. This concept of microcycles, the concept of changing your, your reps and, you know, the, uh, period linear periodization concept that he talked about and reverse linear periodization, some really cool stuff that you can apply those, these same concepts to whatever training method you do. So that's why I wanted to mention it. Um, his other program was a program called six weeks, to sick arms, actually, <laughs> kind of crazy, but uh, it's obviously it's a muscle building program to get uh, bigger arms, a six week program. But apparently, he's had a lot of success with this, you know. So, if one of your goals is to get uh, bigger arms, uh, this might be a program that you might want to take a look at. And again, um, you know, the, again, it goes back to concepts, utilizing certain concepts in the program and applying those concepts to make work for you and your goals. So, one of the points that he mentioned is that everything works, but nothing works forever. So that's kind of leading back to the, uh, the thought around periodization. You have to change, you know, you can't keep doing the same thing all the time and expecting uh, different results, right? You know, you have to phase through your training and do different things. So I, I love that quote, everything works, but nothing works forever. And he didn't say that actually, it was a quote that he referenced in his talk and it really stuck with me. So um, so some pretty interesting concepts about the uh, hypertrophy training from Jim Stepani and a couple of programs. Again, I'll have links to that. So, all right, moving on the next topic. This is really uh, kind of exciting is a supplement round table. How they did this is, uh, there are basically four thought leaders up in the front of the room. Um, and they kind of did like a Q and a panel, um, you know, for very, uh, you know, internationally known, uh, experts in the area of sports nutrition 
And let me break it down for you like this. Thermogenic agents, these are fat-burning agents. All that was really uh, said about this is that the most proven agent is caffeine. That's it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if you're look, looking at uh, weight loss, uh, you know, thermogenic uh, agents, caffeine is it. So that, that's all I'm going to say about that. Moving on, muscle building. Uh, a couple of uh, b- big supplements here. So let's talk about it. So the first one is creatine. Creatine supplementation obviously is a very proven performance enhancement supplement. No question about it. I think there's over a thousand clinical trials with creatine supplementation. Uh, it helps most people, not everyone, but most people. Uh, more amazing actually is the emerging data in medicine, the medical field, uh, specifically with bone and neurological impact, uh, mood improvement, and um, some other really fascinating stuff going on with creatine supplementation. So not only for you know performance and muscle building benefits, but the the medical stuff is really really fascinating. So um, you know all these guys up there, you know they all take creatine. Um, you know, there, there's certainly no safety, uh, concerns with creatine, uh, despite anything that you may have seen in the media, I would encourage you to maybe research that a little bit and, and take a look at what is out there. Cause there really is no, uh, adverse effects other than a little bit of weight gain if, if anything at all. So that's, that's about the worst you're going to get with creatine. The, the, uh, most widely accepted dose is five to 10 grams per day. Five grams is average post-exercise seems to be uh, what is most widely accepted. Creatine monohydrate is the best type. There's many different types of creatine. Creatine monohydrate is uh, uh, inexpensive and it's it's proven. It's it's the uh, clear winner there. Is the dose different for women? No, it's not. You know, women should be taking this as well. Let me put to rest a little fear. You know, if there's any fear about getting excess muscle bulk or anything like that with creatine, uh, don't let that uh, deter you. The only way to really bulk up is to eat a lot and really train very hard and train very heavy. So, you know, the fear of becoming like a bodybuilder big and all that kind of stuff, please don't let, uh, you know, supplementation or anything discourage you. Um, you know, don't be fearful of supplementation thinking that you're going to be, become huge like a bodybuilder. It's just not going to happen. You know, it, it uh, takes a very specific uh, training and eating strategy to get like that, and it's very difficult to do. So, um Everyone can benefit uh, from from creatine. At least that's what the the data says at this point, and the thought leaders as well. So it's uh, a proven supplement. All right, moving on to the next one is uh, branch chain amino acids. Very important uh, for improving muscle protein sy- synthesis. Uh, leucine is definitely the important amino acid there. Um, you know, again, uh, you know, post uh, workout branch chain aminos are very beneficial. Again, a lot of data there. Uh, this was in consensus as to being a very important nutritional supplement for muscle building and performance. Uh, the next one is a high quality protein, 20 to 25 grams is widely accepted to uh, minimize the effects of sarcopenia, which is age related muscle loss. Um, you know, as we, listen, let me get on my little soapbox here, but um, we all need to build muscle. We all need to build lean muscle because the simple fact is, is, as we age every year, we lose a little bit of muscle mass. So we should be trying to do everything humanly possible to preserve and improve our lean muscle mass. Again, I'm not talking about building up like a bodybuilder, unless that's your goal. Um, but uh, you know, we should all be doing some type of resistance exercise training to improve our muscle tissue quality. Uh, so high 
high quality protein supplementation helps to do this. Uh, there's still a lot to learn about protein types in different populations, and uh, certainly there's a lot of uh, a lot of data with protein supplementation. As a matter of fact, the next I'm going to let you in on a little uh, pre precursor here that the next episode for the Stealth Body Podcast, I uh, have an interview with Lonnie Lowry, who is a expert in the area of protein, and he's the co-editor of a book called. Uh, Dietary Protein and Resistance Exercise. So we're going to have a great discussion around protein. Everything you need to know about protein is coming in the next episode. So I'm not going to talk too much about protein here because you're going to hear about it in the next episode. The next supplement is beta-alanine, and this is something I've talked about previously. Um, I talked about that with Dr. Jose Antonio on the last podcast episode. A very proven supplement uh, for improving muscular endurance and stamina. A lot of rationale behind why the supplement works. Uh, it's safe and effective. Uh, it's kind of on the cutting edge of sports nutrition now. Uh, I also, yeah, I think I just mentioned I wrote an article on that, so you can go back and I'll probably link that article to this um, uh, show notes here as well, so you can go back and reference that because I kind of uh, put everything a nice little summary about beta alanine in that article. But here's something I didn't know that it takes about one month to have training adaptations to beta alanine. So it takes one month to build up the, uh, the levels, the beta alanine, by the way, is just an amino acid. So don't, um, you know, no concern about that. It's just an amino acid. And, um, but it does take about a month for it to build up until you would see probably any, uh, change in your training performance. So those are the, the supplements for, uh, for muscle building, fat loss performance. Again, creatine proven supplement, branch chain aminos proven high quality protein, proven and beta alanine proven. So four big supplements there. Um, some really good information. I thought that was a great round table that was presented at the, uh, annual conference this year. The final area I'll talk about in this show is nutrient timing. This is a topic I'm hugely passionate about. Um, but you know, I kind of realized I haven't talked about it too much. So I'm going to start uh, talking and writing about nutrient timing. Cause I think there's just, a uh, Massive benefits to uh, strategic nutrition intervention, which is what nutrient timing is. Using carbohydrates, protein, and other vitamins, uh, minerals, supplements around your training to maximize uh, performance, work capacity, body composition, and uh, immune system uh, benefits as well. So there's a clear synergistic effect of exercise and macronutrients, uh, and there's an effect on muscle protein synthesis and net protein balance for lean muscle building and recovery by implementing nutrient timing strategies. Um, carbohydrates and protein in exercise increases muscle protein sy synthesis up to 400% in uh, some studies. That was something that uh, was referenced in the talk. I thought that was pretty, pretty spectacular, actually. Appears that there's limited data in trained individuals, though, with nutrient timing. I was a little surprised by that. Um, the big point I wanted to mention around nutrient timing, and this is something that I have adhered to for a while. All right. So when you train, you, and where I got this from, I should say, is I got this from a book called Nutrient Timing by John Ivey, which is basically the book for nutrient timing. It was written a few years ago, and it's kind of the definitive uh, book on nutrient timing. And in that book, he talked about an anabolic window of opportunity, a met metabolic window of about 30 to 45 minutes post-exercise to uh, capitalize on the catabolic uh, effects of what you just did in a uh, training session. The catabolic is kind of the, the breaking down 
components, the, uh, uh, the adverse effects of a training session. And basically by having a carb protein supplementation, you can, uh, limit or blunt those negative effects of training. So, you know, for me, I always adhere to having a carb protein combination post workout immediately post workout. However, the data suggests that there is actually multiple time points for this anabolic window of opportunity. Um, and as, as a matter of fact, that window may be open for up to 24 hours later where you would have benefit for improving muscle protein th- synthesis and uh, recovery benefits and things like that. Certainly post-workout carbohydrates will enhance greater muscle glycogen replenishment and it does not interfere with fat oxidation, which is a key point. So for me, it just makes sense. I mean, to take something immediately uh, post-workout, I'm still going to continue to uh, take a carb protein supplement within 30 minutes immediately when I'm done training. And this is something I will still recommend recommend um, to the people I work with and people that are interested in uh, body comp changes and things like that. The thing that you would want to use caution with is how much carbohydrates, you know, certainly if your goal is fat loss, then you don't want to have, you know, excessive uh, carbohydrates, um, you know, immediately post-workout, you know, you might want to go more protein heavy actually. So if you just think about, uh, you know, protein, uh, synthesis in the muscle, uh, muscle recovery, again, immune system suppression and counteracting the effects of the immune system by taking in macronutrients, you know, protein and carbs post, uh, exercise. It just makes sense, you know, and I would highly recommend uh, checking out the the book by John Ivey, Nutrient Timing, if you have interest in that topic. Uh, Again, this is something that I will be writing a lot more about in the future. Um, There's different kind of uh, protocols for strength athletes and then for endurance training athletes. Um, I think it's just a fascinating topic and um, something that I have personally incorporated into my training now for the past several years with incredible success. So I'm going to talk all about that in the future without a doubt. So so again, these are just some of the highlights I wanted to share with you. Again, it's uh, so much information was covered at the International Society of Sports Nutrition two-day annual conference. Um, again, just to uh, highlight, you know, combining endurance exercise and strength training without compromise. A great solution to do this is uh, kettlebells. And I, again, mentioned this to Dr. Jacob Wilson, who did the presentation. Uh, the talk by Jim Stepani on maximizing hypertrophy. Uh, really interesting talk. I thought, you know, the concept of periodization is so critical, so important. And then uh, a unique concept of microcycles um, that he uh, talked about and then how everything works, but nothing works forever. Uh, certainly uh, something to uh, to remember with your training and getting results, right? I mean, so we all want results and you got to keep uh, changing things. You don't want to keep changing things too radically, you know, keep things uh, fundamentally, you know, around the fundamentals, but, uh, you know, change uh, different uh, parameters of your training. I think that's really what it says. So, uh, again, the next topic I talked about was that supplement roundtable. Again, creatine, branched-chain aminos, high-quality protein, and beta-alanine, four proven supplements. And then the uh, nutrient timing update, um, you know, carbs, protein, post-exercise, significant benefits, uh, many, many benefits, again, uh, but that metabolic window may be open for up to 24 hours. So uh, again, I'm going to stick with my uh, immediately uh, post-workout for the reasons I mentioned, but uh, some of the data suggests that uh, 
you may have a larger anabolic uh, opening of that at the, that window. So very, very interesting stuff. So I hope you got value out of this. I thought it was really great stuff. And, um, you know, we'll see about the future information, what I'll share there, because there's uh, certainly a lot of other topics that I didn't even cover. Um, you know, again, I, I could be here and make this like a two hour podcast and tons of articles. So I decided to just uh, streamline it, pick out some highlights and share it with you. I hope it was valuable. And uh, I mentioned kettlebell training. If you're new to kettlebells, uh, you might want to check out uh, the Kettlebells for Beginners DVD. It's a new DVD I released teaching the uh, swing, the Turkish getup, and the goblet squat. Um, a 60-minute training DVD giving you the uh, fundamental skills and drills to learn these exercises the uh, the right way if you're new with kettlebells and if you don't have a, a local instructor around you. And even if you do have an instructor around you uh, that you can learn from, uh, this would help to... Um, really solidify your your skills because the value you get from doing the swing the get up and the goblet squat is incredible it's really uh, these are kind of the big value exercises especially for people just starting out the turkish get up is the harder out of the three it's a little bit more complex but it's uh i always say it's easy when you break it down into little uh baby steps you know break it down into drills and do the little things one by one by one and learn the exercise of course with no weight before you ever load that exercise. So if you're interested in that, check out kettlebellsforbeginners.com and uh, that's it. So look forward to the next uh, show where I interview Dr. Lonnie Lowry, co-editor of Dietary Protein and Resistance Exercise. Uh, That will be a a phenomenal interview, uh, great insight and everything you need to know about the protein and exercise. So look forward to that coming up next on the self body podcast this is scott i hope you enjoyed it if you have any comments uh questions or suggestions uh please post a comment on the show notes of this episode on stealthbody.com thank you very much for listening and i'll see you next time take care thanks for listening to the stealth body podcast you can find scott and many more valuable tips and resources you need to be ultra fit at stealthbody.com And be sure to grab Scott's free reports that'll help you maximize your results. Go to StealthBody.com right now to get instant access to your free bonuses and build a fit, strong, and powerful stealth body.